2: Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. hope you had a great weekend. For me, it was a pretty good weekend. Very restful to a lot of sleeping this weekend. An opportunity to catch up on something I don't get a lot of. So hopefully, it means I'm sharper and ready to tackle the crazy week ahead. I want to begin in an unusual place it's not often I start with people who have passed away but I want to talk about some people who passed away who have had a tremendous impact on our society and in our culture I tell you all the time I have a great deal of respect and admiration for generations that are before me one of the things that I grieve so much so many of us lack context you know I I I see people making comments about history about how this has never happened before this is the worst or this is the best and this is that and they really have no context or understanding of what's happened before them this is why Opportunities like today are great reminders for us to understand where we've come from and to understand some of the pioneers who we ought to have profound respect and appreciation for and be very careful how we compare our lives to theirs. And I mean that in the context of I hear people perhaps from time to time complaining about whether it's discrimination or whatever it is. You know, it's never been this bad. And they need to understand what some of the people before them have experienced. I certainly understand this, and and this has been very important for me in understanding my own family, my own parents, the era in which they grew up. They faced challenges I will never, ever, ever face. Never. And I'm thankful. They did what they did, so things would be better for me. I first want to talk about Nichelle Nichols. She's the one who portrayed communications officer Uhara. On the original Star Trek series. She passed away on Saturday evening at the age, the ripe age of 89. It was Nichols who shared one of the first interracial kisses in television history on Star Trek. That moment with her co star, William Shatner. A courageous move on the part of her, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, and NBC, considering the climate at the time. The episode was called Plato's Stepchildren. It aired in 1968. It was written to give all involved an out. Yohira and Captain Kirk did not choose to kiss, but were instead made to do so involuntarily by aliens with the ability to control the movements of humans. Nevertheless, this was a landmark moment. There had been a couple of interracial kisses on American television before. A year earlier on Move-In with Nancy, Sammy Davis Jr. kissed Nancy Sinatra on the cheek. That was spontaneous. Thought to be, but it turns out it was carefully planned. The Uhura-Kirk kiss was likely the first televised white African-American lip-to-lip kiss. But Uhura whose name comes from a Swahili word meaning freedom was essential beyond the interracial kiss, a capable officer who could man other stations on the bridge when the need arose. She was one of the first African-American women to be featured in a non-menial role on television. This is important. How many times do you watch TV shows from way back, way back when, and you see black folks who are cooks cleaning houses. I'm thinking of one in particular where one man was cleaning glasses on a train. There are always these menial roles. Not so for Nichelle Nichols. She played Lieutenant Uhura on the original series, voiced her on Star Trek, the animated series, and played Uhura in the first six Star Trek films. She was promoted to lieutenant commander in Star Trek, the motion picture, and to full commander in Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. You know, she actually mauled leaving Star Trek after the first season to pursue a career on Broadway, but Martin Luther King Jr., who was a fan of the series and understood the importance of her character, in opening doors for other black Americans on television, personally persuaded her to stay on the show. Personally. This is how important it was for Dr. King. Whoopi Goldberg, who played, I believe it's Guinan on Star Trek The Next Generation described Uhura as a role model, recalling she was astounded and excited to see a black woman character on television who was not a maid. This was a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Nichols and Shatner remember the shooting of the famous Kiss very differently. In Star Trek memories, Shatner said NBC insisted the actor's lips never actually touch, though they appear to. But in Nichols 1994 autobiography Beyond Uhura the actress insisted the kiss was in fact real nervous about audience reaction the network insisted that alternate takes be shot with and without a kiss but Nichols and Shatner deliberately flubbed every one of the latter so NBC would be forced to air what appeared to be a kiss whether their lips actually touched or not <laughs> Both the Star Trek and Movement with Nancy moments drew some negative reactions. Though Nichols recalled the fan mail was overwhelmingly positive and supportive. Which goes to a narrative I've constantly said to you. I really believe that many people, far more than we ever will know, never from the heart bought into the separate but equal marginalization of black folks and still don't today so we salute Nichelle Nichols who was a trendsetter who dared to do something very simple that made all the difference in the world just by being there by representing and we're all better for it coming up We'll talk about another important death of note and his impact on our culture. Stay with us.
1: Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring
2: Nischel Nichols, William Shatner, posted on Twitter. I'm so sorry to hear about the passing of Nischel. She was a beautiful woman and played an admirable character that did so much for redefining social issues, both here in the U.S. and throughout the world. I will certainly miss her, sending my love and condolences to her family. Bill. Over on the text line, this texter says, yes, I'm a Trekkie. I read a book by William Shatner. He said originally Spock was to kiss Uhura, But he said if anyone is going to kiss her, it's going to be me. Go, William Shatner. (laughs) This person reminds us, Nichols had the best legs on TV. Yes. This texture says, I'm sorry, I don't care about the interracial kiss on television. Well, good for you. Millions of others did. And not just the kiss, they cared about the change in roles for black characters. I think of people like Sidney Poitier, who made such a big difference here. Another texter saying, she sure could wear that short dress. Vince, she was beautiful. I've just been looking at different videos on YouTube. Stunning woman. Stunning. just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets talk line 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. The other death of note. Bill Russell. NBA great and Celtics legend. He passed away at the age of 88. It always strikes me, to be honest with you, uh, as I reflect on my mom's birthday yesterday, just thinking about the people of this generation we're losing. My dad, as I mentioned, passed away three years ago. Some Some great people. Great people. By the way, if mom happens to be listening, communicate again. Happy birthday. The milestone of 91. So thankful she is still with us after all of these years. Bill Russell, the NBA great who anchored a Boston Celtics dynasty that won 11 championships in 13 years. The last two as the first blackhead coach in any major U.S. sport. He's a man who also marched for civil rights with Martin Luther King, Jr. Russell died with his wife, Janine, by his side. We don't know the cause of death. The statement said Bill's wife, Janine, and his many friends and family, thank you for keeping Bill in your prayers, perhaps... You'll relive one or two of the golden moments he gave us, or recall his trademark laugh if he, as he delighted in explaining the real story behind how those moments unfolded. And we hope each of us can find a new way to act or speak up with Bill's uncompromising, dignified, and always constructive commitment to principle. That would be one last and lasting win for our beloved number six. Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, saying in a statement, Russell was the greatest champion in all of team sports. Bill stood for something much bigger than sports, the values of equality, respect, and inclusion he stamped into the DNA of our league. At the height of his athletic career, Bill advocated vigorously for civil rights and social justice, a legacy he passed down to generations of NBA players who followed in his footsteps. Through the taunts, threats, and unthinkable adversity, Bill rose above it all, remained true to his belief that everyone deserves to be treated with dignity. This is what I so appreciate about people like this. The incredible adversity they faced and they soldiered on. Not in a whining, complaining spirit, but they truly were happy warriors. More about More about Bill Russell, Hall of Famer, five-time Most Valuable Player, 12-time All-Star. 1980, voted the greatest player in the NBA history by basketball writers. Remains the sport's most prolific winner and an archetype of selflessness who won with defense and rebounding while leaving the scoring to others. Often that meant that Wilt Chamberlain The only player of the era who was a worthy rival for Russell. (laughs) But Russell dominated in the only stat he cared about. 11 championships to two. The native of Louisiana also left a lasting mark as a black athlete in a city and country. Where race is often a flashpoint. He was at that march on Washington back in 1963. Remember that I have a dream speech? And again, it wasn't all about him. He backed Muhammad Ali when the boxer was pilloried for refusing induction into the military draft. Back in 2011, President Barack Obama awarded Russell the Medal of Freedom alongside Congressman John Lewis, billionaire investor Warren Buffett, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and baseball great Stan Musial. At that ceremony, Barack Obama said, Bill Russell, the man is someone who stood up for the rights and dignity of all men. He marched with King. He stood with Ali. When a restaurant refused to serve the black Celtics, he refused to play in the scheduled game. He endured insults, vandalism, but he kept on focusing on making the teammates who he loved better players and made possible the success of so many who would follow. Russell said when he was growing up in the segregated South and later California, his parents instilled in in him the calm confidence that allowed him to brush off racist taunts. Folks, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray we can recover this. This is how you win. Calm confidence. It's not insecurity. It's not vengeance. Anger. Revenge, calm, confidence. It's pretty awesome to watch this. Absolutely awesome to watch. So we salute Bill Russell. Another pioneer. Who made such a difference for people like me a pioneer. (laughs) My goodness. I will skip over that text that just came in. This texter said, when I was a kid, Russell made you want to love basketball. That's pretty cool. We've got some more texts and we'll delve into other news of the day as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. on the text line as we continue our discussion about our first segments. Lieutenant Yohura in my early years she was Serena and Beyonce before they were. Bill Russell is the goat. Eleven rings much more off the court. Michelle Nichols wasn't just beautiful back in the 60s. She came in to my restaurant with Danny Glover up in Baltimore about 15 years ago. They were taking part in a march. They came in to use our office for some phone calls even in her 70s she was a gorgeous woman so sad to see that most young African American women in the entertainment industry have squandered, squandered the legacy of those who went before and now compete to see who can be as close to naked as possible in public have the most vulgar tattoos and lyrics and stick their rear ends the highest in the air while they twerk. Our culture is definitely in decline. (laughs) I mean, you've got a great point. You really do. Since I'm not a Trekkie, we all know Star Wars was way better. However, Michelle is the reason I watched bits and pieces of Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. What else do we have here I mentioned earlier the texter saying when I was a kid Russell made you want to love basketball and this text I can embrace the two individuals you highlighted today were great because of who they were not because of what they were a lot of truth in that It's because of their character they transcended the times in so many ways. Vinny, all you've done is talk about how hot she was. 2002 called. Nothing about her acting. She just filled a role. Really? I thought we talked about the acting earlier. Any case. A sampling of the texting. And we have this crazy one. Vince, you're really poking the mega crowd this morning. Why? If anybody is poked by this, then God help you. Know what else to say. I want to talk about in sharp contrast to what I have just described here. These are giants in character in the fields they have occupied. But we've got some very uh, miniaturized people in terms of character that I will talk about now. One of them, Nancy Pelosi. Has anybody figured out why in the world this woman even thought about going to visit Taiwan. CNN is now reporting that she's expected to go. Did you see the stories circulating going into the weekend with one communist leader in China saying they ought to shoot her plane down? Nonetheless, this is stirring up quite a diplomatic controversy. According to a senior Taiwanese government official and a U.S. official, despite warnings from Biden administration officials, worried about China's response to such a high-profile visit, Nancy Pelosi is expected to visit Taiwan. Let me just say something, and I want to make this very clear. I do believe, at the end of the day, I do believe this. I believe that America ought to be such, such a country that any American can go anywhere they want without fear. That ought to be the case. We are simply not in those times anymore. Especially with the horrible, pathetic leadership that we have in the White House right now. Now, this is what theoretically ought to be possible. But in the times that we are in, you do have to raise the question, what kind of a freaking moron would even risk some sort of diplomatic issue by going to Taiwan at a time like this? Why? What is the point? Now, this is the first such stop First such visit for House Speaker in 25 years. Now, currently, it's not on her public itinerary. And it comes at a time when U.S.-China relations are already at a low point. The Taiwanese official added she's expected to stay in Taiwan overnight. Not clear when she's going to land in Taipei. By the way, I read a story about her in her comments basically saying that she doesn't put out word about where she's going for security reasons. Of course. The U.S. official added the Department of Defense officials are working around the clock on monitoring any Chinese movements in the region and securing a plan to keep her safe. During a regular foreign ministry briefing today, China warned against the egregious political impact of Pelosi's planned visit to the self-governing island. that China claims it's part of its territory. They reiterated here. Its military will not idly sit by if Beijing feels its sovereignty and territorial integrity is being threatened. A foreign ministry spokesman said, we would like to tell the U.S. once again, China is standing by. And the Chinese People's Liberation Army will never sit idly by. China will take resolute responses and strong countermeasures to defend its sovereignty and territorial integrity. What does this mean? What does this mean? As for what measures, if she dares to go, then let's wait and see. National Security Council Coordinator for Strategic Communication John Kirby said the Biden administration will support Pelosi on a trip to Taiwan. We want to make sure that when she travels overseas, she can do so safely and securely. We're going to make sure of that. There's no reason for the Chinese rhetoric, no reason for any actions to be taken. It's not uncommon for congressional leaders to travel to Taiwan. Kirby going on to say we shouldn't be as a country, we shouldn't be intimidated by that rhetoric or these potential actions. This is an important trip for the speaker to be on. We're going to do whatever we can to support her. Asked if the US was prepared for fallout with China over the visit, Kirby said there is no change to our policy, no change to our focus on trying to keep a free and safe and open Indo-Pacific. What do you think here? What do you think is the point here, and why do you think she is doing this now? This is bizarre to me. It really is. What is the point? Quite curious. Now, this isn't the only arrogance we're seeing. We've also got the same coming from the man who is supposed to show us something very different. I've said this before, that I don't think there's much difference in arrogance between our current and our former president. It's just manifest in different ways. Coming up, you're going to hear the boastful Joe Biden last week and update you on his current condition. Much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. the text line, sovereignty and territory don't seem to make much of a difference to China, where Ukraine is concerned. That being said, Pelosi is a self-centered, egocentric politician, full of her own aura and power, regardless of the effect on the USA. (laughs) Chris, out of Shelby, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Come on, Vince, you know why she's going. Facelifts are cheaper in Taiwan. that is terrible we have this (laughs) Nancy Pelosi's crazy no wonder her husband gets drunk Uh, you know I actually met somebody a few days ago who loves Nancy Pelosi this guy's a a therapist and I told him he needs to get his head examined I did There's something wrong with that. And I've said this, I'll say say it again. Country of 350 freaking million people. And this is what rises to the top. Let's just shut it down, folks. Some of these texts I will not repeat because they're really bad. I'm just being honest. The point of Pelosi's visit seems to be to start a war. The Dems are desperate for a war with another major military power... That can defeat us. Hmm. I don't think the ChiComs have a firm grasp of the sentiment of the American people and the general reaction to a ChiCom shoot down of Nancy Pelosi's plane. Oh, gosh. I can't finish this. I thought it was saying something else. You folks are terrible. Oh, this is, this is such a minefield, this text line, sometimes. And we have this. Vince, if you really want to poke Trump supporters, then talk about the Saudi-backed golf tournament he just hosted. Through Trump's own words, he blamed the Saudis for 9-11. Now he's supporting their golf tournament? Really? Do whatever you want with that. (laughs) This person says Nancy Pelosi is probably going to Taiwan to make a stock investing deal for personal gain. Surely not. Surely not. Uh, I'm going to pray for some of you. Speaking of prayers, we do pray for our current president, who is continuing to deal with COVID in some form. On Saturday, we got word... That President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 again on Saturday, slightly more than three days after he was cleared to exit coronavirus isolation. He's experienced, apparently, a rare case of rebound following treatment with an antiviral drug. The White House physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, said in a letter that Biden has experienced no reemergence of symptoms and continues to feel quite well. Good for him. Now, in accordance with CDC guidelines, Biden has re entered isolation for at least five full days. Now, the agency says most rebound cases remain mild and that severe disease during that period has not been reported. And we hope that continues to be the case here. Now, he was negative on Friday morning, just two hours after the White House announced the presidential visit to Michigan. That was supposed to happen tomorrow to highlight the passage of a bill to promote domestic high-tech manufacturing He'd also been scheduled to visit his home in Wilmington, Delaware Sunday morning Where First Lady Jill Biden has been staying while the president was positive now as you would expect As you would expect He has now returned to isolation these trips are completely off Now I want to share with you some audio Now, in the interest of full disclosure, for those of you who may be new to this program, I have been on record, unabashedly, very, very outspoken on the subject of Donald Trump and his rhetoric. The pride, the arrogance. And I don't care who it is. I hate these things. I hate these qualities in anybody. Male, female, black, white. It doesn't matter now President Biden ran and suggested he we were going to get something different apparently not I want you to hear these are the comments of Joe Biden last week this is after his first diagnosis with COVID and he seemed to be contrasting his reaction and what happened in his body versus what happened with Donald Trump listen up here's the bottom line When my predecessor got COVID, he had to get helicoptered to Walter Reed Medical Center. He was severely ill. Thankfully, he recovered. When I got COVID, I worked from upstairs to the White House, and the office is upstairs. (laughs) You know, this is just silly. It's just pure foolishness. And I would think an old man like this would have better sense than to be so arrogant But clearly not. Now, I do wish him the best. But I also pray that this man develops some ounce of humility before he assumes room temperature. It would behoove him to do so. Hour number two is straight ahead. Stay with us.